I mean, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I just yeah. don't like change. Ram, old Ram. Lady, and I hate new things. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know who does like change? This girl. This girl. Ooh. I love change. It's why it's why we're a good pair because I don't. And so you do a good job of dragging me along. <laughs> <laughs> let's change come on let's do this i mean honestly if it weren't for you this podcast wouldn't even be happening because i was like oh and morning podcasts mm-hmm. do you remember how scared i know how scared i was and look, like, i don't know what these this is alien things now if something were to go wrong i don't know what the hell to do that's okay but we're somewhere i know how to set it up yes yeah. All these yeah. beeps and boobs. At this point, beeps and boobs, lights and flickering things. Yes. And in the morning, I just tell Aaron, hey, go check and make sure I did it right. Then you're golden. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Technologically salound. Salound. <laughs> I'm good there, man. I'm good there. How are you? Welcome to the Ambertrans podcast. I'm Welcome. Rashida. I'm Claire. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> How um, are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm hanging in. I've got a lot going on, but I'm good. Nothing are to you really opening complain this week? about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Okay, so I'm going to send an email today so I can get my tickets. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. That sounds great. Um, if you're free on Thursday night, you can come with and see the preview. Okay. Would you I like to do that? Will. I mean, at that point, you can, at that point, you can watch it and go, I mean, I don't know what you can change by now because it opens tomorrow, but <laughs> I give my approval. I will bring a stamp so that I can approve it. Yes. And stamp it right <laughs> on the edge of the stage. Um, it's going really well. We have an understudy. We have a swing who's playing Anne um, in a couple of performances. So when we mm-hmm. cast the show, obviously we had a lot of really awesome talent out there, um, especially young women who wanted to play Anne Frank um, because it's a great mm-hmm. role. And yeah. um, and Civic just also really has a great kind of outreach program to – you and I both know this because we've worked – we've taught for that organization forever. But, I mean, they just have classes starting mm-hmm. from so young that it's easy for um, for actors to kind of be involved in the program from, from jump. Yeah. I literally teach uh, four-year-olds. Yeah. On Saturdays. Yeah. And I've taught, like, <laughs> high schoolers. So um, – and I've yeah. known some of them for so long. So um, – even if the even if the auditioners are not from that from that program or coming up through the junior civic program, they they kind of always have a robust uh, turnout mm-hmm. turnout for young actors. Anyway, because um, they also do really quality productions. 
So, as I was saying, I um, I cast a swing um, for a, to, for an actor to play both Margot and Anne to swing for both because those sisters are in, they're so close in age that mm-hmm. um, in the in the time of COVID, you just don't want to take too many risks. And so I thought Anne Frank yeah. is such a big role; I'd rather have somebody be able to cover that. And in the offer that I made to Sydney, who is playing our swing, I said I would love for you to swing for both of these roles. But I'd also like to guarantee you a couple of shows as Anne Frank. So that way, her work is not for mm-hmm. nothing, right? Um, mm-hmm. So she went on last night um, for her tech rehearsal, her dress and tech rehearsal. And it it was so good. She just killed it. She was so Aww. nervous because it was like, you know, when you're a swing, you're obviously a little under-rehearsed. Uh, if, you are, yeah. if you are unfamiliar with the term swing in theater, which, you know, you might be, a swing can go into multiple yeah. parts at any time. And uh, the mm-hmm. the pressure is usually kind of on. Learn a lot of things. You learn a lot of <laughs> things, but you don't get a lot of time to actually do the things. You just kind of have yeah. to know the things, just know in case. It. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. But but she got to go on last night and do a full tech with the whole cast and everything, and it just went so well. So proud of her because I know that she was Yay. really nervous, and so I don't know. It's kind of my first big directing gig as far as like a theater with money behind it and like professionals behind it Mm. and just it looks really great the production value just looks amazing it just is really cool to sit up there and go look what we made look what we made it's real cool i'm so excited to see it i'm so excited Mm. whoop whoop there it is whoop (laughs) whoop how are you I'm good. I am up. I showered this morning, girl. Me too. Did you? And wash my hers, girl. which are now getting all flattened out by these these headphones. But it's fine. It was Only time. right there where the headphones are. Yeah. It was time. It was, it was I was gross. I was 100% gross. <laughs> you know, a couple podcasts ago, you were like, I wash my whole ass every single day because we were talking about. The perils yeah. of being perimenopausal and your body betraying yeah. you slowly. And I have, I've swung the other way and just been like, ugh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. So it matters Yes. Today. And it what matters. I also, can I tell you that also I realized that that was kind of a lie. I'm pretty consistent every other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't really go further than that. Mm. Now, if I'm just at home, if it's like a solid four days at home, that's, it might. That's not a might. big deal. Yeah, that's fine. It it might. But that is a, first of all, that's a rarity because I have to pick up the kid from school every sure. day. And I'm yeah. always afraid that something's going to happen and I'm going to have to be in front of a person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you got to like head that off at the pass. Yeah, I teach three classes yeah. a week. I, te- I teach class three days a week and then I go to the gym after that. Like, so... I'm yeah. always around people, so yeah. I have to be a little bit more regular about it. But I wasn't. I wasn't this week. And I did. I finally showered this morning. There you go. I you know, clean. it just happens. Life happens. It's fine. It does. And the other day I went in. <laughs> I was getting dressed to go to rehearsal. And I was just tired. I was so tired. And sometimes the work of doing the shower and all the things that come with it, like being cold when you get out, et cetera, et cetera. It just makes you go. I didn't do lotion this morning. So everywhere that you can't see mm-hmm. is ashy. Yeah. And so 
you know, sometimes it's just not worth it, you know, and I was lamenting the fact that I had to go in a shower and blah, blah, blah. And um, Cameron was like, I don't think you I don't think you smell bad. I think you could get away with it for one more day. And I was like, that is not what you need to be saying to me. But okay. (laughs) I was like, what about this? And I made him smell my armpit and he smelled my armpit and he goes, I mean. It's not amazing, but no one's going to get that close to your armpit. I was like, you're totally right. You're totally right. So I'm going to take that as a go ahead. Just put your clothes on. As long as the clothes are clean, you're good to go. There you go. No one will care. There you go. It's that protective Fabric outer layer. softener will carry you far. Febreze me. <laughs> we inexplicably have like six bottles of Febreze at our house and we don't even use it. I don't know why we have it. It's like a, it's like a... <laughs> Ghost. A Febreze ghost. You don't, like, spray your furniture or anything? Mm-mm, not really. I mean, maybe I should have... I can see myself having one bottle of Febreze in our house, but we have a lot. Like, an, a really abnormal amount. Which makes me think maybe there were a couple of bottles here when we moved in. But still. Oh. It doesn't make sense. Why is there so much Febreze? Why? Yeah. Are yeah. You, are you a Febreze? I don't know. Um, we have like Febreze air freshener in the bathroom, you yeah. know, for bathroom reasons. Yeah, but um, you talking about you talking about poop, the, but the poop. Um, <laughs> but in our reasons. downstairs bathroom, though, we have a a wax warmer oh, that's uh-huh. attached to our. So we use that a lot more often than the actual air spray. But I just ran out of my Febreze fabric spray. Oh, um, I have six bottles. You need some? <laughs> if, you, if you're getting rid of some. Um, oh, no. I probably have some other ones, but I don't like those scents. Like, I have one with, like, gain in it and mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, just leave the gain to the to the clothing. Yeah. But um, I s- spray down my couch and rugs and curtains. Oh, wow. See, if I were... If I were more thorough, I suppose I would do that as well. But then I just kind of don't. But it's a good idea. If I I think if we washed my dog more often, I mm. probably wouldn't Febreze as often. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot easier to Febreze than it is to wash his giant hating to be wet self. Yeah. And I bet he takes forever to dry. He is really thorough with the shakes. And yeah. they are... Um, effective. Productive. They are effective, productive shakes. So it does take him a long time, but he it it, it could have taken a lot longer if he weren't very proficient with the shakes. Proficient with the shakes! Proficient with the shakes. But we really don't wash him much when it's cold outside because, well, yeah. you know, it's cold outside. Um, but when he's out, when it's warm, we'll just let him dry off outside. We're like, go play. Bye. <laughs> Get more dirty. A shower. <laughs> we just watched you. I mean, I think it's funny that we are talking about as humans, we don't like to get away with, I mean, we don't like to go much longer than a couple days without a shower. And dogs were like, I don't know, it's been like two months. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're fine. It's fine. He's fine. I'll freeze my house before I wash my dog. <laughs> RJ is very easy to wash. He's very tiny, but um, it's still sometimes like yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sadie, I would wash Sadie, and it was a it was a pain because she hated it, and I would be drenched at the end. But she would be washed, and I would change my clothes, and everything yeah. would be fine. This dog 
is half my weight. Yeah. Like, he is so big and half my height. Yeah. He's very tall. <laughs> He's way stronger than me. Like, so much stronger than me. I can't wash him. It has to be Aaron. And Aaron is unmotivated to do so. <laughs> He doesn't. Surprising care. no one. <laughs> He's motivated he in so many other places in his life. It is not time. This is not the one. This is not the one. Cleaning, cleaning, unless he can tell that I'm stressed out about the the state of the house. Mm. Cleaning anything, including if not especially the dog, mm. is not his jam Mm -hmm. you know i don't know what (laughs) it is other things are yeah yeah oh totally totally i just i wish i understood biologically like why the delay is there in the just going this is gross make it not gross it it just is it's missing it's missing god bless my my sweet husband it's also missing i would visit him so when we were long distance i would go visit him and I would be coming in the door and he would be like mid cleaning, mid cleaning. And I'm like, you knew I was coming. Like, what is the deal? No sheets on the bed. He's like, they're in the wash. And I'm just like, why aren't they? Now we have to wait for them to dry. He's like, aren't you just glad they're clean, though? I mean, come on. Yes, but come on. Yes. But just like run to Walmart and get a second, just get a pair, second set, like second one, boom, and then and then you can always just throw it in the washer, put the clean ones on when mm. I get here. This is what I'm saying. Oh, bada boom, I skip it a do. So I started watching this new show. Yeah, what's up? Oh, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I was l- nothing. Hit it. Okay, I started watching, it's actually not new, I don't think, but it's new to us. We just started watching Velma on HBO Max. Okay, okay. Isn't that a Mindy Kaling uh, written show? It is, and I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, We just started watching it because I was like, Velma's brown. Velma's a brown girl, Mm -hmm. and I want to see it. And because the museum has... um, um, scooby-doo right now we were watching scooby-doo back when it opened so mm-hmm. we've just been into scooby-doo a little bit in the house and i was like we need to watch velma is it good do you like it i do like it and so aaron was like should we wait for Erlen? and i said well let's watch the first episode to see if it's appropriate because we never just know what's appropriate yes, anymore you're right. and very like before opening credits were over we were like no not appropriate <laughs> at all <laughs> whatsoever why is it not appropriate (laughs) like what's what's what are the themes in there that you'd be like "Uh, maybe not oh well the like they were they even were making jokes about it about how like new series have like gratuitous nudity nudity or Mm. whatever at the beginning Mm. to sort of reel people in and it was just it was a bunch of girls in a locker room oh okay uh, taking showers and stuff and, and 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 they were just talking about inappropriate stuff for a seven-year-old. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. completely fine for adults, but right, right. not for a seven-year-old. And so we were like, well, this is a us show and not a her show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, it's it's funny. I think it's clever. I love the cast. Um, and yeah, it's, it's funny. It also uses... The reason I wanted to bring it up is because I've seen a lot of shows... 
take on Stranger Things themes. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when things get intense in Stranger Things, they have that sort of like um, keyboard, like, 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 the electric <laughs> synthesizer sound. Yes. Synthesizer sound. And they do that in this show. And so Aaron was like, ooh, this feels very Stranger Things. I was like, I know, except it's not the 80s and it's very inappropriate. <laughs> is it modern but, day Scooby-Doo or is it still like 70s-ish? Mm-hmm. No, it's modern day. So they're, you know, online, they're... They're um, online doing live. They're doing live things on their phone, like they're having mm-hmm. live broadcasts on their phone or whatever. Are they in chat rooms? I just like they're online. They're in chat rooms. Chat, they're online. They're on American Online. They yeah. They yeah. <laughs> they're dialing up. <laughs> they're disconnecting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, it's funny. Good. You should you should watch it. I'm I'm probably not going to in here's not why. Not <laughs> Yeah. I I just I just cannot ever get invested in a cartoon, in an adult cartoon. Okay. It's just not for me. Yes. It's just not for me. Yeah. And I recognize I'm missing some gems, but it's just not for me. I don't know what it is. No, I get it. I I get it. I, we, Aaron and I, on the other hand, love cartoons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you <laughs> and do. And we enjoy adult cartoons. Um, I love The Great North, which is a Fox show. He loves Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. which is another Fox show. Mm-hmm. And we both um, love this show called um, House Broken, mm-hmm. um, which is a bunch of pets. But also, there's a new show. I forget the network, but it's called Central Park, and it's the animators of Bob's Burgers. It's all it all looks like they live in Bob's Burgers land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the cast of this show is freaking phenomenal. It's a musical. Yeah? Okay. Do you know the name of the man that did um, the voice for Olaf? Mm-hmm. Josh Gad. Josh Gad. I think this is like his show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Josh Gad is the like the narrator of the show. Mm-hmm. And then um there's a man who is the uh the park ranger for Central Park. And he's played by Leslie Odom Jr. Oh wow. Yeah. His kids are played by now I'm confused by this and it might just be one is the singing voice and one is the talking voice. Mm-hmm. But Kristen Bell and mm-hmm. Emmy Raver Lampin Lampman mm-hmm. are play the same character. Oh, okay. Maybe that's maybe yeah, one singing, one's talking. So yeah, but it's weird because Kristen Bell knows how to sing. So I don't know why that's happening. But I love Emmy Raver Lampin. So get your money, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she is um, in real life. Emmy is in real life uh, partnered with David Diggs, who is also on this. Series. This is I'm looking at the casting. It's like star studded. Yes, it's like a crazy cast. Titus Burgess, who I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine Hahn, who I love. We call her. Agatha, um, mm-hmm. Agatha, I forgot what it's, what was, someone's Agatha all along. Someone's listening, 
at the Agatha all along. Yeah. We call her Agatha all along. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. Because we never remember her name. Right. Yeah. Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley from, Tucci. Yeah. The principal from Abbott Elementary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So many people. Fred um, Armisen from SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, Esther Dean, who's like this crazy music writer. She was also in um, uh, the the acapella. <laughs> Why can't I remember anything? The acapella movies. <laughs> what? Oh, Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect. She was in the Pitch Perfect movies. <laughs> Uh, pitch perfect. You know, there's a lot of people from Hamilton in this cast. Is that um, mm-hmm. actually yeah, there's a lot of musical Jackson. people in general because you said it's a musical. Yeah, and then of course John Benjamin H. John Benjamin, who is the guy from Bob's Burgers and all of <clears throat> all of his things. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of musical, oh, a lot of Broadway people. Um, Beatrice, who's um, who's also in Encanto, Amber mm-hmm. Ruffin. Oh my god, I love her! And <laughs> Asner. Like, it's a really great cast. There's a lot of good people it's in really, this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a really great cast. And well, it's now a I might have to look. Like, at first. <laughs> it's a musical, and at first it bothered me because I'm used to these shows. I wanted it to be like, I thought it would be like Bob's Burgers or right. whatever. And I was like, they just keep on singing. And Aaron was like, Music, it's a musical, babe. Like, they have all of these voices in this show. You think they're going to have Leslie Odom Jr. be Titus Burge's dad and them not sing a song? Do you think that's right. going to happen? Right, like, okay. right, right. Leslie Odom Jr. was Aaron in. Loves, um, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say he loves Leslie Odom Jr. so bad. And he said, really? If he could sing like Leslie Odom Jr., he would never talk, he would sing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. was in the new Knives Out movie. Did you see it? He was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, him and um, Janelle Monet and Cynthia Revo do a lot of movies together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either Janelle and Cynthia or Leslie and Janelle mm-hmm. or Leslie and Cynthia. But the three of them, or the three of them together, but uh-huh. they, they kick it. Yeah. They are with each other a lot. That's fun. <laughs> I love that for them. That's a good friendship. That's fun. Have you seen that show that's by the makers of Knives Out? It's a show Mm-mm. with the... <laughs> Watch this. It's a show Watch with the girl... Try to understand. With the raspy voice from Orange is the New Black. You know N- that? Natasha Leone. That mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, She's is it... in a show where she knows the truth about yes. things. Poker face. <laughs> oh! poker i hardly even know her yeah (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that show no i think it's on peacock and we don't have that oh there is a limitation to how many things i'm willing to like pay for on a monthly basis i just don't care i can't you you have to get like air bonds and get some friends that have it and Mm. then get their stuff Mm -hmm. our apple tv ran out like and i i haven't renewed it and we got Paramount, the free pl- stuff, but the plus stuff, you can watch one episode of a series and then they're like, you need money for the rest of these. That's and that makes stupid. me so mad. That's stupid. So I'm not doing that. So the whole idea of eliminating cable and doing like the subscription only, well, now you're subscribed to so many things that it's basically you're just paying for cable again. It's just so, yeah. it's so dumb. Yeah. Can I give you, can I give you um, 
what I think has been our cable alternative. Sure. YouTube TV. Now, we have these other things that Aaron... Ha- Actually, we don't pay for... <laughs> we don't pay for YouTube TV either. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, so your recommendation is null and void (laughs) but but this is one thing I would willing be willing to pay for and and the Disney plus package and then that's that's all like my Paramount my um, Prime I have anyway I Mm -hmm. I don't have it for Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. for TV but it it happens to work for that Mm -hmm. but we watch YouTube TV because it's basically cable Mm mm-hmm um, and then some things you can watch that are like, um, that aren't live, but it's basically cable and we always have something to watch. Yeah. There's always something on when we want to watch TV. I think that we're get we're going to get rid of almost everything except for our um, Disney package, the Disney Hulu um, package that we have. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, we really, in Netflix, we watch Netflix. <laughs> So you're saying you don't you use them all? <laughs> no, no. Outside no. of Disney, I'm Hulu, saying, Prime, Netflix, and YouTube TV, we're getting rid of everything else. That's yes. what you just said. So that's me. Peacock. That's Peacock. <laughs> that's Paramount. That's what um, else? What else is it, Rashida? Apple. Mm-hmm. That's Kiss mm. My Booty Claire. <laughs> I'm saying we're only paying for two. Mm. Well, no one wow okay well i'm paying for like six so it's not it's different i'm not doing it anymore and also we're, no. we're not we're not cable watchers either we haven't had i haven't had cable since i was like 30 you guys um, read a lot more than we do um well but we just I have so many books well then we get to reading them just takes so long <laughs> yeah but so does watching the show for like six hours it's all the same it's true it's okay. And I'm not like, I'm not shaming or blaming you. I watch plenty no, of I TV. I just, uh, we just don't have a cable. We And we'll watch the news on network. But other than that, you know, Cam watches, what? We have an antenna and we watch the news on the network. That's what we do. Is that weird to you? No. What's weird to me is this new version of Zoom. And oh. you were paused for a second. Mm-hmm. And then, in order to catch you back up... Did it talk it, real fast? You sounded like a chipmunk. Mm-hmm. You were a chipmunk. You were like... <laughs> um, I will tell you this. That's happened on my end, like, three times already this morning. And I just haven't said anything. Yeah. Yeah. How are you so cool? Like, <laughs> you just are so cool. Because Zoom doesn't really phase me. It makes me just go, ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> I just have to trust that it's all going to catch up. If it stopped all noise, I would have stopped you. But I I knew that it was going to, like, fast forward for me and I was going to get there. Normally, on the the Zoom that we had last week, Mm -hmm. if it paused, it Mm -hmm. just caught me. I would hear you, Mm -hmm. but your face wouldn't move. Until you're facing your in your <laughs> mouth, yeah. <laughs> I would still hear you, and then all of a sudden, you're facing your and your voice were back together. Yeah, but this one decided to catch you up, mm. and <laughs> Rashida, 
clear. Oh. Follow the drinking god. Follow the drinking god. For the omen is waiting for to carry you to freedom. If you follow, follow the, the drinking drink god. <laughs> One time your mom sang that and I was so shocked that she knew it. She was like, oh, yeah, follow the drinking gourd. Well, you know why? Do you know why she know- knew that song? Why? Because Richie Havens released it as a single in, like, I'm sure the late 60s, early 70s. And my mom, that's all she listened to, right, was, like, folk music. Because he released a follow the drinking gourd song. That is hilarious. I'm not surprised that I she did not that. know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah, for the old man is waiting. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, Ann Wilshire? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, my mom's got her finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> that she does. That she does. Do you have any Black History Month topics to talk about this week? You said you were going to bring in a Black History Month topic to bring in. Well, I kind of thought that talking about Velma, even though she's not Black. No, but you no, but you, then you went in to talk about Central Park, and that that is a predominantly um, black cast. It's hella black, yeah, hella black, hella talented. Um, yeah, so talking about those were kind of Black History Month ish for me. I love it. Do you have any extra? I did. I brought a topic, um, and I started singing the song because I was like, if we're gonna do the topics, we should do the topics because we're halfway in. We should bring it in. Yeah, yeah. we should bring it in with Follow the Drinking Gourd. I so love I, I was thinking because I was thinking yesterday I was like oh I think we're gonna maybe just bring in topics it doesn't mean need to be like I mean last week we we did follow the drinking gourd and um Jim Jones sells Jim monkeys Jones door sold- to door <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like we have to do really um uh in depth dives I just. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out that that we that last week was maybe not the most in depth dive, um, but then today I was talking about this book um, yesterday, and so today I thought I would bring it up and I would recommend it, and I would just I want to kind of like talk a little shit about ooh this book, not talk a little shit about the book, but talk about a little shit about the people in the book. It's called fearing oh. the. It's called Fearing the Black Body, The Racial Origins of Fat Phobia. And just kind of like, I I love that movie just made. (laughs) Listen, she's flipping all the pages, but the face you're making is also very fancy. Um, so I kind of just wanted to like chat with you about it because it's, it's such a great book and it is, um, maybe something that a lot of people don't recognize or realize because if you know Rashida or I, um, you know that we, uh, and you've been listening to this story, we talk about bodies a lot and we talk about like Mm -hmm. comfort with our bodies and our crop top dreams, et cetera. Um, et cetera. Et cetera. And when I was in grad school, I did a whole big research project about um, about fat phobia on stage, about anti-fat bias, et cetera, et cetera, and mm-hmm. intersectionalities of all of that. And so 
I um I just I if you at all are interested in like I am, not just the feelings that we have about our bodies, but the why behind it, because I I understand my own feelings about a lot of my own biases and a lot of my own Mm -hmm. hangups and fears. If I also understand the context of it and why I feel that way and not just, I just feel Mm -hmm. this way. I love to know why. And this book is like so huge about the why, um, about why among Western cultures, especially, um, Mm -hmm skinny is king you know what i mean yeah yes. and so and so a lot of it has to do well, with the the black body <laughs> yeah what's up yeah no i was just saying i i am seeing some some things that are changing right uh-huh. among skinny is king and aaron and i were actually talking about this the other day because i saw this tiktok they <laughs> Oh my god. People on TikTok are so creative, but they made this um song about how people with BBLs they're getting Brazilian butt lifts, but their hips don't match, right? Oh yeah. And so there's a there's a lot of critic one thing um one thing. One of the things that I've noticed about bodies and especially black bodies is that when they when our features are on our bodies, they tend to be criticized. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, criticized is a fine word. I don't need to make another word up. But they tend <laughs> to be criticized. And then when that body feature is put on a body, a white body or a white adjacent body, mm-hmm. it becomes stylish. It becomes a fad. Yeah. Um. And so one of those things, you know, lips are a big thing and um, butts are big right now. Mm-hmm. And I told Aaron, I said, if it weren't for Sir Mix-a-Lot, this shit would not even be happening. And he was like, I think that's true. Blame Sir and I was like, if I blame Sir Mix-a-Lot for starting yeah. this shit because, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the end of it, but I think he was the beginning of it because... First of all, it's a fucking infectious beat. Uh, it's I so like in- big butts, butts and I cannot, and I cannot lie. lie. Yeah. Yes, and Aaron was like, also, he did an amazing job with such a goofy song with just encompassing the way that black men feel about booties. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's so sincere. He, he takes it so seriously. It's so real. And Aaron was yeah. like, I've as a child, I, I never really connected to a song as hard as I did Baby Got Back. Like, I love butts. And I was like, <laughs> I get it. But also, um, that has led to, oh, big butts are good. Because I remember in the 80s and 90s, like, flat butts is what you wanted. You wanted a flat mm-hmm. butt, flat stomach, mm-hmm. everything flat, flat. Except mm-hmm. for maybe some titties, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... um I saw they showed this video of Madonna and her BBL, and in the front she looked like Madonna. what is that? What does that stand for? Brazilian butt lift. Got it. Okay. And then she turned around, and the, it didn't. Ma- her hips didn't match. The thing is, <laughs> you know, for us with larger bodies, mm-hmm. right? Our butt fits with our hips like right. the the size of our butt is proportioned to what we yeah. got on the side too right but these girls who are getting these bbls are not getting the hips to go with the booty uh-huh and it looks 
weird. It looks <laughs> strange. So it's just like How the letter P. And then all of- the letter P. From the front, you don't realize what's happening back there. And then you turn around and it's like, whoa, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> And so Madonna, Madonna got her her good BBL, and then of course I I remember um, you know Sir Mix a lot, and then when uh, Jennifer Lopez played Selena, her butt was a big news thing. Like, oh, your butt. She was like, I oh, just yeah. got a Latina's butt. Like, this is my Latina butt that I carry mm-hmm. around with me. And then you know, um, influencers and people who get famous off of sex tapes um, that they created and acted like was leaked. What, um, and their sisters then all get th- their butts augmented and now it's the trend. But for the longest time, it was... Um, something that was shamed about mm-hmm. us. And so mm-hmm. I just think that that's, um, that's America. Mm-hmm. But also it's really interesting because if one man makes a song that's really popular, <laughs> all of a sudden everybody want a big booty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly trying to grapple with this idea of bodily autom- autonomy. Do whatever you want with your body. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. And then going, yeah. but... But, no pun intended, but why? (laughs) You know, I mean, it doesn't affect my life if you want to go do that. But also, why? And it's it's so bizarre to me. I also really, (laughs) I also really think about, like, someone who has had a BBL for vanity reasons, which that's why you get one um, for vanity reasons. The whole like aftermath of like bathrooming after that happens is just the most. (laughs) I don't even. Can you imagine? Like you're like, I want to look amazing in a pair of jeans, but first I have to waddle around for a couple of weeks in this with compression diaper or something. <laughs> yeah, compression diaper. What in the world? I, I'm that? sure that's a thing. I wonder what that. I wonder what that um, healing process is. That recovery process. It can't is be good. Like it can't be good. Do you just have to lay on your stomach the whole time? What if you have to poop? What if you have to do bathroom <laughs> things like you referred to earlier? <laughs> Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. You know, your body is your body and, and do what makes you feel good. But I I just feel like there's a difference between, you know, like swatch watches as a trend and butts as a trend. We, you know it's what so I mean? we, Yes. It's so weird. And also that you said swatch watches because I love a swatch watch. Oh, I have a few <laughs> in my lifetime and I need another one. Yes. Yes. Like... Swatch watches were here. They were really popular in, in like, you know, felas. Actually, I just bought Ireland some felas. You know, like, felas were really <laughs> yes. popular. Yes. You know, and then they weren't. Criss- cross-color jeans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Big deal. Carl Kanai. Huge deals. And then not. And then yeah. not. Yeah. And so what happens? Because I think breast augmentation I don't think that it's gone all the way, but I think the peak of it, like it's 
its most popular time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has gone. You know, some people yeah. do it and, and it's there's been a lot of advancements where it's not, you know, a huge deal. But and maybe that will happen with booties. But just what happens now? Like you yeah. had a full on surgery. It wasn't a You elected. A you el- you elected for it. Like you you wanted yeah. that. And it's not like a tattoo, right? Where you get a tattoo so you can see it on your body. You get a butt lift. You're like, I guess it looks good back there. I assume. I can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as a person who has a large rear, um, don't these people know that getting a bigger butt makes the hem of your skirts and dresses all fucked up? It makes everything the the worst. worst. The worst. It makes everything... like hitch up in the back um because it's just that's just the way it goes it's annoying annoying. it's so annoying um yeah you just have to wear long shorts or really kind of nothing at all no no Mm -mm. no because even if like if i'm standing up and this dress is short and cute the minute i sit down it's up at my waist it's hiked it's gonna hike up again i don't want that yeah no I hate that too much fiddling around. Yes. Yes. Oh, so much fiddling around. I hate messing with my clothes. I hate it. I hate when I wear something out and about and I realize I wore the wrong thing. I wish I would have not worn this. And then I'm just messing with it and pulling at it. Yep. Ugh. That's a part of that's a part of me that will never go away, I'm sure. Like there there is a fidgety teenager inside of me uh, always. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. I was also watching this other TikTok. I watch a lot of TikTok, Mm y'all. I was watching this other TikTok where this woman was talking about the things that are rooted in racism. Mm. But she was talking about it in a sarcastic way. But she was talking about fat phobia being rooted in racism and just being super annoyed at it. Like, I guess we're just racist about everything. And I was like, well... I mean, yeah. Let's take a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a moment with that. Yeah. Yeah. Does that hurt your feelings? Yeah. Imagine what it's like to be on the receiving end of that shit. Like, you just mad. You just feel like, ugh, we're just getting blamed for everything. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. cool. So what yeah. are we going to do now? <laughs> right. And <laughs> what also, are we now? that's, and that's, but that's what fascinates me, right? Is there are people who are not interested in hearing about the context or the why behind it. They only know about their immediate feelings and that they are like exasperated mm-hmm. and annoyed, right? Cool, valid. But mm-hmm. also, why? Look back into the why of it and you will find that much of it is in your control, yes, but so much of it mm-hmm. is conditioning that you have to actively fight against. You have to actively try to work against those historical conventions and systems. Like yeah. we... We don't want to be fat because of these stupid white dudes who started to do this race science in like the 16 and 1700s when um, mm-hmm. black people were starting to be brought to the to the United States. Then these white dudes are like, I'm going to do some exploring and learning. And they came up with all of these bullshit reasons about why yes. the black body is built differently than the white body. And then all of that morphed into, it's like, it truly can be distilled into, like, white, of course, white dudes, white doctors, mm. 
who started in the 1600s in the in the colonized uh, states. Mm-hmm. They started these coffee houses, like taverns and coffee houses, where all these dudes started to like meet, right, and like converge and talk about their amazing white lives. And then these <laughs> doctors were like, "I'm gonna, what's the matter? What's the matter? Pause. The dog's throwing up. Hold okay, on. okay. Let's <laughs> go." So I was like, one of three things is happening. Number one, there is um, there is a big spider like crawling up the wall by your face. Number two, a zombie coming toward you. Number three, the dog throwing up. That was yeah. your face was like this. Watch my face. Okay. <laughs> it was terrified. It was true terror. Which is the face you should have when your dog is barfing somewhere. <laughs> There's nothing like it where you're just like, oh, no. Oh, oh man. Oh, River. You okay? Everything okay? <laughs> yeah. Everything's all right. Oh. 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 Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> just, my whole necklace just came out of my shirt. I am falling apart, apparently. My You goodness. pulled that out. Like Carol Burnett pulled that pearl necklace out of Bernadette Peters' dress in Annie. <laughs> yes, I didn't know it was that far down in there. It was in there. It was in there. It had fallen Why? into the crevasse, into the cavern of my boobs. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, black bodies! Come on, um, right oh, back hey. into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, so these dudes, oh, okay. they, they they had these oh, yeah. coffee houses, right? And these doctors are like, let's have a, I'm going to open up this like, quote unquote, clinic in the back of this tavern and coffee house, right? And um, started to talk about. A uh, clinic in the back of, of the coffee house. Okay. Mm-hmm, or the tavern, right? Because they didn't have an office or something. They right. didn't, and they were these, and these were, guys were doctors, quote unquote. Right, like pseudo scientists. Right, they just decided they were. They just decided that. And back then, people were like, "All right, there were no sure governing, no regulations." Like (laughs) that's exactly that's exactly what happened. And so then, of course, white women got like the affluent white women got really into going to these clinics and uh, going in and and like quantifying their their slenderness and their figures because. Uh, because of like Christian purity and Christian women yeah. were uh, like purifying your body means not eating as much. And like sugar was also a thing that was starting to become really, really popular in diets. And, mm. and so these Christian women's magazines start coming out in like the 1700s and just fucking with everyone. And it has remained the same since. As far as, mm-hmm. like, Cosmopolitan has been around since the 1800s. Um, mm. Like, Ladies Home Journal. I didn't know it was been- that long. Golly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, like, it hasn't changed. As far as the pow- like the, the voices of influence and power mm-hmm. have remained mm-hmm. this, like, white Christianity um for forever i mean it's and then and then um you know the cereal kellogg the kellogg cereal yeah 
Yeah, so Dr. Kellogg was a doctor who became obsessed with um, dietary nutritional stuff and was like, had these people at his wellness, um, his wellness center in Michigan that they would come and they would stay if they had sickness or something. And he would put them on this like cereal diet, basically. And then like that kind of bred into like the diet industry. It was like... So it all just kind of started with this idea of purity and everything and is being really unlike made up. the a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Everything's made up, you know, because there's so many memes now and so many articles being passed around. Like the BMI is based on white supremacy. Yes, uh, yes, it is. And if you actually click on that article, you could know why. And articles like that are also why this book is like so rad because it explains to the core of like why we mm-hmm. feel this way. Why we feel mm-hmm. this way and and how I actually fight against it and learn about it and decide to unlearn about it. Beard, hey, mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. I love yeah. that shirt. Thanks. It's so old. I, I got it at Homespun when I used to work there. Um. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's an Indianapolis-based uh, shirt. I don't know. Um, I love it. Anyway, so if anybody's ever interested, and I, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's also um, maybe a little bit cringy that I, that I brought the book this morning for that re- that reason. Of no, like, I think that's really great. I think it's so good because we can talk. I mean, yeah, because last week it was fun to talk about Jim Jones selling monkeys door to door and follow drinking gore, but, <laughs> but also, yeah. I think that there are there's a yearning to know more from a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And I always I always say Google is a tool, like use Google as a tool because I am not always emotionally available to educate right. folks. And right. I have had people, even in my, especially people in my family who get very offended when I'm not emotionally available to educate them, especially after spending three days of being insulted. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, no, I don't feel like I'm educating you now because right. I don't really feel like you want to be educated. But if you do, Google is a tool. Okay. Um, so I guess Google is absolutely a tool, but I also think that there is a, um, a yearning for knowing more things and um, learning where certain biases come from. And mm-hmm. because that helps you know, like, okay, this is where I need to check my biases because it comes from this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to to know that and that this is a resource where you can go. And I don't know anybody besides my seven-year-old who loves their body. Mm. I don't know very many people who, and it doesn't matter what their body looks like. It literally doesn't matter what their body mm-hmm. looks like. But I don't know people, a person just who's like, yes, my body is the best. Somebody I, is always working with something or uh, around something or yeah, whatever. And so that has come from somewhere to just yeah. not be okay with your body. And I think it's good to know. I think there's a difference between loving your body and being okay with your body. And yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if love is what is the ultimate goal, but acceptance, yeah. neutrality, um, yeah, a, a general desire for it to not be at the forefront of our minds all the time. That's for mm-hmm. me. Like that's that's yeah. what I pursue. Is like I would really yeah. love to, for this to not 
consume my thoughts. And I think I have done the work to make that happen. Of course, it's not perfect. And there's always going to be mm-hmm. one day where I go, this I wish looked different. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know for a lot of people, especially women, you know, it's it's a constant scrutiny. It's a constant scrutiny. Yeah. And it's because our bodies have been scrutinized since the yeah. beginning. And it's because yeah. black women and their bodies were scrutinized first, right? Like as far as in yeah. Western cultures, like why we feel the way we feel about our bodies, our hangups and all that shit is based in the fact of the scrutinization of black bodies um, in in white in, in a white America. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And then also, even if we're not scrutinizing our own bodies, we may be scrutinizing other people's bodies. A hundred percent. That is just a telltale sign of our own insecurities with our own bodies that we have to look at somebody else's body and say, oh, something's going on there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's then it, it then it kind of it's a snake eating its own tail right because then we go i don't want this skinny person to put a big butt on herself for clout or for like recognition but at the same Mm -hmm. time why the fuck do i care do what you want with your own body but yeah i just question like why just i just need but i i guess i don't care either i don't have to agree with your why (laughs) you're gonna do what you want to do you know? Right, right. You got the money to do it, girl. Go do it. It might just look weird because you don't have the <laughs> hips to match it, and maybe that should be a part of the 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 package. Like, hey, if you go get this butt, you should probably yeah. get some hips too. You don't walk around looking a little bit like a cartoon, and I get don't, a, I don't want that for you. So if it's a Brazilian butt lift, first of all, why is it Brazilian? Why is it called a Brazilian butt lift? Are those like? I don't know. I don't either. Because maybe it like, started in Brazil. I maybe? literally have no idea. <laughs> I mean, Brazilians, especially in like Carnival, like their booties are amazing. Like right, but there's also high. amazing booties everywhere. So there are, there are. They just um, look very like a round mm. <laughs> my hands. They're just like real nice <laughs> booties. Those ladies. In Carnival, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like they just have really, and maybe they got their butts lifted too. Who knows? So I don't know. So am I gonna get like a? <laughs> so <laughs> you get the Brazilian butt lift, and you combine that with like the Canadian hip lift, <laughs> or I don't know, like a different country <laughs> to get the hips to match. I'm getting the Denmark hips because I like those better. <laughs> Um, the Danish hip lift and the Brazilian butt lift. I'm going to get, uh, that's hilarious. I'm going to stop now because now I'm thinking of trying to think of countries where I would be like, get like (laughs) where their hips and their booties look good. Yeah. Or like different body parts. Like what kind of facelift are you getting and what from what country? Mm -hmm. This is Peruvian. Mm -hmm. My facelift is Peruvian. I mean, are we that far off where you're like, I just want to look like a completely different human? Different. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic mm. surgery freaks me out. 
I won't. I just don't think it's going to be a thing for me ever. But I will never say never. But I mean, what am I going to change? There's one that I am definitely considering. And I was considering it a lot um, more recently. But now that the boys are possibly coming, I have to kind of rethink it um, is a breast reduction. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would love a breast reduction. (laughs) (laughs) For to like walk around with my boobs just like sitting up. I know, like in a real bra. Or without a bra. They just without one. Ooh. Just looking at you. Just looking (laughs) just (laughs) Just looking at you. Like cut Uh, them down just a little bit and just let mm -hmm. them sit up. And be mm-hmm. like, hey, how you doing? Just like right. in a t-shirt. And be okay. like, I'll wear a bra or not. No one will know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the reason I have to wait until after the boys, because obviously I'm not breastfeeding, but mm-hmm. um, my mom's, one of my mom's best friends said that she couldn't lift anything for a long mm. time after yeah, she got yeah. her reduction. And that she was sense. like... She was telling me that when I was pregnant, because I was like, as soon as this kid comes out of my body, I'm getting this breast reduction, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, "Mm -mm, as long as you want to pick her up, you got to keep them boobs because you Mm -hmm. won't be able to pick her up. And she was like, can you imagine not being able to pick up your baby? And I was like, that sounds terrible. (laughs) She was like, just wait till she gets big enough that you can't pick her up. And now when I pick her up, her feet are literally at the bottom of my calves. Like she's not that much shorter no. than me anymore but man i bet she loves you to hold her yes oh we cuddle real uh-huh. hard on the couch but like me picking her up doesn't do it she's not further off the ground yeah. much further off the ground than when she's just on the ground herself yeah Aaron yeah. still picks her up because that's still a thing like she's He's still tall yeah it, but with, yeah. yeah unless she's like getting on my back or on my shoulders she's not really getting lifted when i pick yeah. her up <laughs> But the boys will need to be picked up and carried because they're actually um, the baby is won't even be two until March. Mm -hmm. And the older brother just turned three in September. So they'll need to be picked up still. Yeah. Just little guys. Oh, and I know you've had I know you've had some interest in some um, in some uh, GoFundMe about that. It is still in the works. I just need to get this play open and then we will get it going. Priorities. We you gotta know. get um Anne Frank in the in the attic, girlfriend. We gotta get her hidden, good and hidden. And then we will get it going. Soon as we can hand it off to Meep. Let Meep do her thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I guess I'm leaving. I meant like we're gonna get we're at time. It's time to go. I realize now how stupid and weird that sounded. I guess I'm leaving. Okay, I'll leave too then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so stupid. Or I'm so Ellen. So Ellen's anyway. 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 I'm so tired, Rashida. I want oh. for you rest as soon as this week is over. You're not gonna get any rest this week. But as soon as this mm-hmm. rest is over this week is over, girl, I wish you all the rest. I can't. I gotta go to Kansas and d- intimacy director show. The minute we open the show, I leave the next day and go to Kansas. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So next time we talk, I'll be in Kansas. Wow. You and me. We will record me. I will be from the breadbasket. 
<laughs> which is a, such a stupid term, but I love it. I love. What are we? Are we anything? We're, we're just the Midwest. Oh, we're Ooh. the we're the um, crossroads of America. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's we're also not as fun as a breadbasket or the apple. The I would apple. say I would say we're Bible Belt, but we're not Bible Belt's like <laughs> Southern Indiana and down. We're not Bible Belt. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Thank y'all for listening. Our birthday episode's coming up in March. Yes. Stay tuned for more information. All right, we'll talk to you Behind later. On that river, there's Please like six of them more. Don't look me with your throw up mouth. That's so gross. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> They're just. <Uh-oh. laughs>